Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This live episode of Steel Wars features occasional coarse language and adult themes. If you are around sensitive ears, move along. This is not the Steel Wars episode you are looking for. There's plenty of other really clean ones, so check them out. Hey, you guys! What are we doing? Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars! I don't know what I just watched. Nuclear bombs going off, people are rising from the dead. Carrie Fisher. This is the podcast where we don't try to objectify women. <laughs> From the wrestling fan. <laughs> now listen, I don't care what anyone thinks of the film, whether you liked it, who, who did like it? <laughs> Who's a bit iffy? <laughs> Either way, whatever. Well, if you liked it or you didn't like it. But here's the thing. If I read one prick on the internet theorising that Jin Erso is still alive... <laughs> I'm going to be printing up some fucking big stickers. <laughs> security! Security! <laughs> oh my God. And you know it's only going to be the clock is ticking. Get to it, movie pilot. Bait clicked. And... Tarkin I, I, I did I, I, I did think a lot about it in the lead up and there was rumours about Tarkin coming back and I was like is that morally right do you know what I mean like he, he's not he hasn't signed up for the movie it's is that what we should be doing resurrecting people yes we should <laughs> We really should. It's bring them all back. It's bring back zombie Shakespeare. That's a good Simpsons reference, you guys. 
It is 2.30. Um, I... I'm... I, I enjoyed it, but I don't... I, I'm... There was, like, Grey Akbar and, and then Stardashoy is, like... Like, sort of, like, did the hustle and then... People... Princess Leia's cheeks, they're puffier than ever. They're puffier than ever. I, uh, I've got a lot to process. I've got a lot to process. We've all got a lot to process. Um, and um, thank you to good people from Panasonic who... Uh, this, this is what I'm... There, for everyone at home, there's like a, a computer panel up here. Someone's going through some menus and now it says Star Wars. But... That is what I'm doing in my brain. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work things out, and then my brain just clicked on Star Wars. But man, I'm confused. So I, um, well, let's bring up uh, a guest to help me work through this. Um, he is, I think he was on all the way back from episode maybe three or four. He does the great theme music uh, for the show. Please welcome, you might know him from the band Something for Kate, it's my buddy, Paul Dempsey. <laughs> Hey, G'day. Paul. Hey, Steele. Now, we have sat together for many years in Star Wars premieres. We have, yes. How did that one go for you? Um, I loved it. Uh, I, I really loved it. Um, I'm, I'm a bit like you. I'm still processing lots of information, but uh, generally loved it. Gritty. Very gritty. Very, like, very sort of gritty realism. Uh, very different. Yeah. Well, that's why I want to see it in 3D next time. Yeah. So I don't get so much grit in my eye. Yeah, there's nothing more gritty. Yeah, I was looking at Bodie Rook and I was like, pull those goggles down, buddy. <laughs> there is so much grit. It certainly was, yes. What? Grit and shit and, yeah, tropical, I... tropical beaches. It's, yeah. it's like Dubai. It's like we're in Dubai. There's the Burj Khalifa. The... <laughs> I'm, I'm still processing. There was one thing that I remembered that when um, the blue squadron of X-Wings went, we're going in, and knowing what we know from A New Hope, I was like, oh, blue squadron. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to be that good a mission for you guys. Yeah, that was the beginning of the shitty record. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to be seeing blue X-Wings for another 30 years. <laughs> and, um, and Red 5. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Just bringing bringing everybody back. Do you reckon they tell they told Luke that's why there's a spare red five? <laughs> yeah, he's just red five. He's gone to get power converters. That's where he's gone. <laughs> Loves his power converters. Now we know. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> um, what else? What else are your takeaways? Um, oh, look, I, I was struck by the kind of. Um so much of it uh, more than any other Star Wars film so much of it reminded me of Earth you know there was just uh, where the fuck do you live well but you know but like places like there tropical Glen Iris <laughs> but you know you've got place names like Jeddah and you're seeing people that look very much like militants that we see on TV in that sort of desert environment and then it was like the Normandy landings in Dubai uh, it was, I don't know, there was a lot of it that was like, this is like a, an earthly war film. 
Yeah. Um, so it did look was... like the Death Star plans were kept in a really sweet casino. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's all everything's so sophisticated, and then you see the Death Star plans, and it's like a fucking you know Atari. <laughs> it's like they just they really they they didn't get the graphic design guys on that particular element. Well, they can't because they they've got to keep it all retro. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought if they were going to go for the full you know like seventies eighties vibe, when it got beamed up to the Moncal ship, it should have just gone. Nah! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, look the other. Um, my other takeaway is like we finally got to hear a droid. Uh, like R two D two's always sort of been a sarcastic droid, but you didn't know what he was saying. You just knew knew that he was being sarcastic. So now we sort of finally got a sarcastic droid that we could understand, and it was disturbingly like that guy from The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there were a couple of moments where I was like, "This is this is dancing a little too close to Shel- Sheldon, that guy, that guy." Ah, I was like, oh, "Dempsey's oh, seen the know. Big Bang Theory." <laughs> don't pretend you haven't seen it. It's like the most popular fucking show on television, which escapes me. But there are a couple of moments where I was like, "Oh no, it's that guy." No. Anyway, maybe that was just me. Hopefully that was just me. I hope I haven't ruined it for you. Let's, let's get someone else to join the mix. Uh, let's welcome... People don't know when they're getting brought up, so it's very exciting. Um, let's bring in someone that I, I, prides himself on having absolutely no idea on what is happening in Star Wars. And as soon as I said that, he knew exactly who's getting brought up. Please welcome my friend, comedian Jonathan Schuster. <laughs> I thought we were going to have George Lucas back. Oh, Thank you. George Thank you Lucas will be back. Thank you. Oh, I can't wait for George Lucas. Is he getting ready? Anyway. Um, Don't sizzle, uh, Lucas. You do something. Hang on. Uh, I know I didn't bring the mask, but I will next time. Uh, great. It was real good. To answer your first question, it's set just before the original Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I watched uh, episode three today uh, to get ready for it. Um... <laughs> It was shit. Um, hated it. It was like watching a video game, but not fun. It just I didn't even watch it all. I skipped to the end because I wanted to see him turn into Darth Vader, but I skipped too far, and then it was the credits. I didn't really even watch it. Um, thought it was great. Um, the war, like the war part, like there was that like Saving Private Ryan moment. Are they just like Gatling gun those cunts? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, sick. Um, uh, just so good. There was, when that, but nobody nobody wanted to shoot the disabled guy, though. Which like, mow everyone down. Oh, oh yeah. there's a blind guy. No, we don't shoot. Yeah, it didn't so really... He un- thought it was the force, so they were actually just being really respectful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PC gone mad on... Yes, on... Clapped on seven or whatever. Um, I yeah. have to say, one of the best jokes in the movie is when they put the hood on here. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. That that was like legit funny. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, felt sad when that robot died. Did you? Could you? Didn't like him? Did you go? Well, yeah, I mean, after what was going through my mind, I was like, yeah, fuck you. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it, Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, and no, because the whole bit where uh, Darth Vader gets, but I know Dill was so excited about that, so I don't want to talk about it too much. 
but at the end when he just fucking unleashes and I know that I've been on the show once and I was like what is the force you just get it from far away it's not even good that was the first time when I went oh the force is pretty sick that was good um and I had my first uh, Star Wars, like, nerd moment. You'll be proud of me. Uh, they always say one sentence throughout each... Uh, dis- um, um, it, what is, I have a bad... You realise you're the nerdiest-looking dude in the room. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, uh, what's the phrase? I've got a bad feeling about this? Yeah. yeah. And then the robot says it, and she's like, shh. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but it was good. I liked it. Let's get someone else in the mix. Uh, let's, you said he enjoyed the Darth Vader segment, so let's get him up to chat about it. It's comedian Dilruk Jayasinghe! <laughs> Fuck yeah, Darth Vader! It's bad! This is what I've been waiting for. Like, we've always knew or known that he's a powerful Jedi, and we saw bits of that as Anakin, but who, who gives a fuck about Hayden Christensen? We got in to see him do it as Darth Vader. <laughs> I, I sat next to this guy who got so scared, because as soon as you, at the very end, you know, you, it's all dark, and then suddenly you hear the breathing, and then the red lightsaber goes off. I wanted to go, woo, in excitement, but it just took me by surprise, so all I did was, huh? That's the noise that came out out of me as soon as the lightsaber went off. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Dill. Dill. I'm guessing you did find somewhere that sold Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is uh, sad. I, um, I didn't want to admit this, but I fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up and it's raining and her dad's dead. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I've... I've been what, what? frozen in carbonite and yeah. woken up. Now, now, and he's dead. Dill is very known to be a very dedicated comedian. He goes to a lot of gigs, he prepares, he works hard, he gets results. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that on my poster next year. Yeah. A dedicated comedian works hard, gets results, steals Saunders. But I think having a nap before a podcast during the movie that we're meant to be reviewing. <laughs> I didn't want to. I was really into the movie. Having said that, that this fucking director who directed Godzilla as well, he likes to take his sweet time building uh, attention, doesn't he? That was a good 30, 40 minutes where fuck all happened. I mean... How do you I know liked... you were asleep? No, no, I was awake yeah. at that point. Uh. I was awake. I, I fell asleep after the action happened, which is sad. Uh, and also, Forrest Whitaker. Did we need him? I really, yeah, I felt like we spent too much of the budget on Forrest Whitaker, and instead, I know he's an Oscar-winning actor for Last King of Scotland or whatever, fuck him off, and spend more money on Tarquin or whatever that guy's name was. Um, <laughs> was he good or bad? I know that's a dumb question, but the... the, the <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, mate. Like, just yeah. stop trying to steal Darth Vader's gear with the... <laughs> Yeah, we've seen it, and we're waiting for the better one. Fuck off. You just. He didn't add any value. We didn't get to see. Why did we give a fuck about him? He was. One moment his head shaved, next moment. You're back. Fuck him. I hated him. I liked a lot of the other characters. I liked uh, Blackface C3PO. That was good. I thought. Way to represent the Western Australian fans. That's good. Uh, 
hey, I was Queen Mum. That's what he said. <laughs> she was queening. She was queening. I found Darth Vader to be weird. <laughs> For everyone at home, Dill just tried to walk off stage, but got his foot trapped in the microphone. Yes, yes. as I was falling, I shouted, it's a trap! (laughs) (laughs) Just his suit or something, it just... His uh, his helmet didn't seem to fit right. Yeah, there was like a bit around the bottom of his helmet. There was yeah, like the rubbery neck. But you know, he, he's still a work in progress, I guess. To yeah. some degree, he's still having ice baths and shit. So, <laughs> oh, how was his luxurious bath? Looked all right. Now, guys, just don't give us like give us ninety minutes. I'm going to light some candles and just <laughs> Darth's just having a dip. Just <laughs> really get back to the Sith, guys. You sir, what what was wrong with the suit? You just felt it was a bit ill fitting. It was a little kind of rubbery or something around the neck. I don't know. Mm. It's less elegant or something. I don't know. Excellent pickup because uh, there was a suit made and I'm not sure if it was used all through the film but my friend Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net did report that they had like a stunt neck that was rubbery so he could go yeah. around and um, to do use that sweet action. force. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he was certainly. I mean, it was. He was really active. Def- definitely, like that last sequence is like I've never oh, seen him so active. Best. He's younger yeah, and that's, fitter. Yeah, that's that's why uh-huh. he's like hard of breath for the next movie. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Throwing people around. That was that took it out of him for the next three episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that was like a weird dream watching him just like oh, yeah. throw people around, and then he. I loved a bit where he lightsabered someone, and yeah. it went through the door. Oh, oh, so good. It's like. <laughs> Oh, it was worth, like, I, I, this is really sad in a way, but I was so happy that I was still alive today to be able to see that 30 seconds of God. <laughs> but it's true, like, I've had so many good things happen in my life, but that was, I can die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> just seeing Darth Vader, Darth Vader just cut sick, literally. Oh, so good. He died doing what he loved. Uh, Sleeping in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have admitted to that. Hey, um, yeah, fuck, man. Dude, if you don't admit to things that you don't want to, no career. <laughs> true, true, true. That's all you've got, buddy. I, oh, look, I mean, it's one. What The rain. Not much happened in the rain, was it? Just some... The dad died. You saw that coming. He'll be back in Doctor Strange. It's fine. All right, so, so you're... <laughs> so the things you didn't like was Forrest Whitaker... I didn't like him. ...and weather. I didn't... I get rid of both of them. <laughs> now, I also liked I also liked the random uh, at the start when there was the first sort of battle went down there was this random Asian kid that was just left alone I'm like oh they have one child policy in Jeddah as well that's great <laughs> there you go sweetie just run towards the, the, the stormtroopers we wanted a son <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I was awake for some parts obviously <laughs> Yeah, I think you're awake for a few One Nation meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I revealed this mask and I was Pauline all along. <laughs> and I'd go, much like Darth Vader, that mask is very ill-fitting. <laughs> Spotted the rubbery neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that blubbery mind reader thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a... It was one of the reasons my kid won't be seeing the film, I'll say that. 
Oh, really? You think it'd be too scary? Uh, I think that, that was where I kind of went, no, I can't take him to see this yet. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of tentacles, and there were two little tiny little tentacles right at the front as well. Like, I'm like, too phallic-shaped. Get rid of it. Like, just, well, it's a kid's film, isn't it? They were the probes. The rest yeah. were just legs. Ah, right. Uh, yeah. Again, Forrest Whitaker. What did he add? A fro. Sweet fro. <laughs> Well, that was like they, they. There was like one trailer where he did have short hair, mm. and then there was the other trailer with the fro, and that, and that confused fans. They they were like, there was a haircut gate. <laughs> there was a lot of gating. Forrest Whitaker is like the Brian Cranston of Godzilla. They just showed too much of him in the trailer, and in the end, he just didn't add any real value. So, this director, fucking pick your game up next time you direct a movie. <laughs> if you're going to cast someone. Put them in the full fucking film. Um, I also, I've also found the, the deal. You yes. are one of the world's leading internet trolls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I just, I was very. Ex- I like Forrest Whitaker as an actor. I like one of his eyes. Um, <laughs> At a time. Yeah, the other one just does its own fucking thing. <laughs> like. <laughs> that, the other one's just looking at the paycheck. Um, <laughs> did, did you did you feel like the opening sequence was almost like an homage to Inglorious Bastards, where there's like the you know the Christopher Waltz style character in the form of Mendo coming in, interrogating this one dude, and there's the kid hiding underneath. No, just me. All right. Fuck, no, what I do get, I know? I, I was that. asleep. I, I, I did I hang on? Did I watch Inglorious Bastards instead of this? I, I don't know. I don't know if the opening was a tribute to Inglorious Bastards, but I know it wasn't a tribute to any other Star Wars film. Ah, oh, no scroll. No crawl. That was really weird. And then it had that bizarre Rogue One thing, and I was, I was like, ugh. I, I, I'm- yeah, I missed the crawl. And the other thing that I found slightly jarring to begin with was, like, the titles of the place names. Yeah. Like, why, why are we doing this all of a sudden? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Then I realised it's because they went to about a dozen different places in the right. first five minutes. But I was kind of like, oh, this is, this is new and unusual. Yeah, that's why I was, like, so inherently different to all the other movies because we're used to, like, the three-planet... There's, like, normally, like, a big planet at the start where there's an action scene. Mm. And there's, like, some middle, a bit of planet, a bit of space action, and then another planet at the end. So, like, you know, Jedi, you've got, you know, Tatooine, a bit of space action, and then you've got Endor. Mm. And this was just, like, you're just touring all over the galaxy. It was, it was like, crazy. Picking, like, pointing out all the characters and what they're doing. It was like fucking Ocean's Eleven for a minute. And then suddenly the movie started. Yeah, the, the titles, I sort of got used to them, but it was... I, I found, yeah, they were actually quite helpful. But um, <laughs> well, when you got to the 12th place, it was like, okay, that's why we need the titles. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I hope, I always think about what, what fans are going to do, like, to edit and stuff. And I, I want to watch the Return of the Jedi version where it's like, Endor, Forest Moon. <laughs> I would like that. I would like that. I With just realised that you guys call it crawl, not scroll. I've been saying scroll all along. English is my second language, so just... Well, I didn't... It's not scroll. It's... What is it? Crawl? The crawl. Like a crawling. Oh, crawl. Yeah. Like that Linkin Park song? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, no, I... I need somehow to reference it, so... Yeah. 
No, that, that's what I do when I hear a Linkin Park song. <laughs> Crawl. I thought away. he said lick a butt song, and I was. <laughs> I was going, I, I, I'm glad I look like I don't know this song. Oh, lick a bud. Well, hang on, you wait for Adam Richard to get up here. Then um, that's, that's his cue. <laughs> we'll keep the guests going. Uh, Paul. Say goodnight. Uh, great seeing you. Uh, thank Paul Dempsey. Sydney and Brisbane. This weekend, we are doing two more Rogue One reaction episodes with different guests each show. Sydney, we're at the Chippendale Hotel on the 17th of December, Saturday afternoon at 2pm with an I Love Green Guide letters following at 4.15. Double discounted tickets are available. And then Brisbane, we're at the bright side on Sunday, the 18th of December at 2pm with an I Love Green Guide letters at 4.15. We're going to be taking tons of audience questions and responses. So if you want to be heard, you have something that you'd like to ask, or you just want to sit back and have a few laughs and listen to some people talk Star Wars, we'll see you this weekend. Tickets are available on the door, but to be sure, pre-book at steelwars.com. And he got sizzled, so we may as well bring him up. It is the fabulous Adam Richard! Oh, it's the thing that interrogated the pilot. Hi. <laughs> Watch out for my tentacles. <laughs> now, I know I- what you're thinking. <laughs> now, Adam, you have said on a previous episode that you, as a youth, enjoyed Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. For its um, leather. He's wearing entirely leather, like he's in the village, people. <laughs> and he's got a cape on like a drag queen. It's my- <laughs> My idol. <laughs> He's very commanding. <laughs> so, uh, did you enjoy seeing him in the tub? Oh, no, because I was like, oh, he really doesn't have much below the b- belly button, does he? <laughs> it's very disappointing. <laughs> he could really use the borrowing of a tentacle. <laughs> Just need a tentacle. I, I, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the like deal. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the end bit, but I'm. It made me feel like, you know, it, having that has made the rest of the film feel like, oh, well, I'm glad we sat through that to get to there. But, like, if they didn't have that Darth Vader bit, I would have gone, oh, I quite enjoyed that movie. It was depressing and horrible and everyone died. But, <laughs> but then you get the Darth Vader bit at the end and you go, oh, I could have watched two hours of that. Uh. <laughs> just, I, re- I really could have watched two hours of Darth Vader in a corridor just going, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love if, if you're like one of the producers that in the meeting they'd be like, we're going to need a much longer corridor. <laughs> oh, we're, like, seriously, who was in the meeting that went, you know what, we need the guy who directed Godzilla, the guy who wrote the Bourne movies, and one of the American Pie writers. That'll make a good Star Wars movie. <laughs> like at no point anyone did, did anyone go... Actually, no. I don't know that those three will be good together. Ima- imagine <laughs> really, there was an American Pie writer? Yeah, Chris White. Ah. He wrote American Pie with his brother. Well, that's so weird because when the Death Star shot onto Jeddah, it did look like it was sort of fucking <laughs> a pie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what you didn't see was Jason Biggs in a green screen suit. <laughs> Just fucking the shit out of the Death Star. There, there was a scene where, where Darth and, uh, and Tarkin are looking at a webcam of Leia. <laughs> I thought it was good that they brought in a character from Star Wars Rebels for this one. Oh, Saw Gerrera? No. Peter Cushing. <laughs> I'm with you, Jonathan. Yeah. You're such a new school fan. I know. So, Star Wars Rebels is a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Peter Cushing looked like a fucking cartoon. Uh. <laughs> so, who's Peter Cushing or he's, whatever you say? He's Peter Cushing. <laughs> Peter, Peter Cushing. Yeah. Is he the animated? Yeah, he's the guy who's been dead for about 40 yeah, yeah, yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> so, Schuster, when you're not as familiar... Well, that's an understatement. <laughs> With the films, could you tell that he there was something a bit funky about him? I knew that he was animated and I kind of figured out he was dead because he was old. Um, they usually are or they're close to, you know? Old people. Um, did you think maybe he was in it for a while and died and they just finished the footage? Yeah, I, I did. See? I did. I was like, oh, they're doing this really like charming, like Fast and the Furious thing where they're like, he's dead. He died. Recently. But, no, yeah. not 40 years ago. He died 40 years ago? Something like that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he died before the first movie was released. Yeah. <laughs> really? It was on the edge. Oh. <laughs> I have a fan theory about uh, Genosa, though. I reckon she um, sliced up that other French, South American, whatever the fuck he was from, the, uh, the main guy. And Cassian? Of, yeah, yeah, Cassian. And sort of hid in his body. <laughs> Tonton style And the nuclear blast Just went right over her <laughs> Oh wow I, Boo So you, you don't like The bit with the fridge In Indiana Jones Is what you're saying <laughs> George Lucas wrote that. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Speaking of George Lucas, oh, yeah. Bump down uh, one because I want to. Uh, you want to be close to? I, I, I do because I, I am thrilled. <laughs> he got to see the film a couple days before us, and apparently he liked it. But you know that's what he says out in public. So let's find out from the great man. It's the maker himself, George Lucas. Hey, sir, thank you so much, everybody. Oh, yeah. George, (laughs) it is so good to have you back. Steele, it's a great pleasure to be here. I'm so happy, uh, you know, having such a great time. And uh, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Your hair is looking amazing. <laughs> it's more convincing than Peter Cushing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's hair or an albino Christmas tree. <laughs> this is the light, the industrial light and magic. That's what it is right here. There's also industrial. It's actually all three of those things. It's industrial, it's light, and it's magic. It's Can like I- you saw a prequel uh, a reshoot of Ewan McGregor and just went... Nice hair. I'll that. take one of those. Thank you. Yeah. Can I? Can I just feel your lustrous bit? Oh no, that's your actual chin. Sorry. Yes, my actual chin. <laughs> what did you think, mate? I hated it. 
absolute fucking piece of shit. Oh, you're what? Like, you're like the guy last year. <laughs> oh my god, that was it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. You know, and I got to be honest. I mean, I saw it a few weeks ago with the director, and I'd said, "Yeah, that was great. Good on you." You know, because I'm in the same room with this guy. It's it's awkward. I can't be honest with him. That was a real piece of shit. So I was like. <laughs> Good work there, buddy. I know movies are hard. You know, that's why I said to him. <laughs> They're hard to do, and you, you did it. You know, and good on him, you know. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy, but terrible filmmaker. <laughs> and that's the worst thing you can be, you know. <laughs> what would you rather be, a, uh, a nice guy or a great filmmaker? Oh, I think I'm both. I'm one of the few people who's both nice and a good filmmaker. But I've been making films for a while. I've been Amish for the past few years. <laughs> That's why my beard's gone so big. And I'm not allowed to make movies anymore, legally. <laughs> legally, I'm not allowed to do it anymore. So you know. Why? What was the legal precedent? Um, you make three bad ones, they'll kill you. And I've made ten bad ones. There's... <laughs> There are movies you haven't even seen, Steel. I've made by myself. It's mostly me masturbating, but... God. But they, take, get, but they, they take place in a galaxy far, far away. Did you get in Which the, is the only way I'm allowed to do it. That's the, how the cops will get me for it. Did you get in that American Pie Rider to help you with that one? I was, I, he was my protege. And I said to him, go on, make Star Wars films. I think you're ready to go. And he wasn't listening, because he was... Fucking a croissant. <laughs> That's Ooh. what you do, Artie. What what, what 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 redeeming factors did the film have? Um, they killed everybody. Good. <laughs> I don't want to see any of those characters ever again. <laughs> Every single one of them. Some of the worst written one-dimensional pieces of shit I've ever seen in my life. Dear God, dear God. You know, the film could have really used a Watto, yeah. 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 Get a Watto in there. Make Watto part of the gang. You know? He, he would have been handy. He, he, you know, he doesn't set off mines. That's the great thing about Watto. <laughs> you lay a whole bunch of mines, we got Watto. Watto flies in, he's all... Blah, blah. We can't remember what he sounds like. But... <laughs> oh, I remember. But he's still alive and he's out there somewhere. <laughs> I miss you, Watto. I miss you a lot. I think he's doing a production of The Merchant of Venice. You got that would be a beautiful thing. That would be amazing. Watto. Why don't you or do a that? whole cast of Watto. All flying around. Asking for their pound of flesh. Yeah. I want my pound. Your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. You know, it's, it's up that in somewhere. Don't flip the dice on me. He's, he knows now. He learned his lesson. That's just catchphrase. Don't flip the dice. Don't do the dice thing again, you piece of shit. I'll kill you. How does Watto kill people? With his big old tooth. He just jams in your eye socket. and goes like that. And then just lifts up into your brain. God. You just... Yeah, they were lucky. Qui-Gon was lucky. He could have fucked his shit right up. 
<laughs> the wrong side of Watto. He would have come in there. Did you flip those dice? End the movie. Every time you like move your head very physically, there's a lot of dust coming off your beard. I've been living. I've been living on a salt mine. <laughs> Past couple of days, I was lost in South Australia. I left the food hall that you saw me in. <laughs> And I wandered I wandered the Salt Lakes of South Australia What the fuck is going on with this accent? It's getting bad I'm back again I'm back And I rolled around in the Salt I'm, Lakes I'm, I'm just picturing an X-Wing in, in a new home Stay in character Quickly Stay in character Pull up! The references are coming too far Oh god damn it It's too much you like my little stomach? <laughs> I lost the pillow I usually use. <laughs> it looks actually a bit like Watto's. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Guess who Watto was based on? <laughs> Your mom. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So a little bit of roughhousing. <laughs> by the Lucas. Mm. Any questions? What, what? Just tell us what you did like. Okay, I liked. I liked. Um, none of uh, it. None of it. <laughs> the dog robots. Robots. Good to see them back again. You know the big dog robots. Get them back. <laughs> I like those. Those are great. How big are your dogs? You got to see them to believe them. <laughs> They're huge. But no, not no. But robots are good, except that one new robot. I didn't like him. He he was rude. <laughs> Wasn't helpful. Robots are supposed to be helpful. They're they're help people do whatever they need. That's what, what I want to get. My own robots. What do you need? You know, someone to help me around the house. Someone to talk to. Someone to watch my movies with me and say. <laughs> You know, I really like that, George. Thank you, robot. No one else liked them. They liked them at first, and then they, then they started to say, no, we don't want to do it. We'll get other people to make them. You know what that's like, Steel? Imagine someone started, everyone hated this podcast, and they got someone else to make them, and they all watched that podcast. That's what it's like for me. Yeah. Feel it, fuckos. This is what you've done to a man. What you know how you... I felt about the movie? Felt like I ran into an old girlfriend at a party. And I was talking to her for a while and I realized, oh yeah, this is why we broke up. Because she's a bitch. Am I getting too dark, Steel? It's probably a bit too dark, isn't it? Yeah, but they fucking killed everybody in this film. I'm a drop in the ocean compared to this asshole's film. <laughs> Killed everybody. What you know what it was? You know what I was saying before? It's like it was like a Tarantino film. Yeah, it was like Reservoir Dogs. Everyone's fucking dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Reservoir Giant Dogs. Exactly. Thank you. What do you think about seeing Carrie Fisher? Great. She looks good. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I've heard that if you do enough cocaine, you go in reverse. <laughs> She's reverse aging. 
It's an amazing thing to watch. And good luck to her, you know. Good luck to her. Yeah, it looks better than Harrison. Looks better than Hamill, but Hamill always, always a little, you know. Oh, he wasn't a car accident. Sorry, that's not cut that out. I don't want to make fun of Mark Hamill's car accident. It was a serious thing and not funny. Please cut that out. But no one knows who I am, so it doesn't matter. But Carrie looks good. It's the point I'm trying to make. She looks great. She always looked good. She always did. For a while, she looked bad. And now, she's, <laughs> and now she looks better. You know what I think she did? I think she, she took all her, her oldness and put it into Harrison Ford. Because he looks like shit. Harrison Ford looks like he's made out of wood. And a gypsy put a curse on a wooden Harrison Ford doll and now it's just lost <laughs> running around the world doesn't know what it's doing oh what did you think about in the film they actually had Star Wars toys in Star Wars yeah you know and if it was up to me I'd make it illegal for kids to make their own Star Wars toys <laughs> she carved it out of wood no not, not on my watch I'd set that thing on fire right in front of her face you buy the toys you don't build them you buy them from me Uncle Lucas I don't want to see anyone being creative or building anything I sell them I get I pay people to build them and I don't pay them well then I sell them to you at exorbitant prices that's the way things should be well Disney's really dropped the ball haven't they God damn Disney. Walt Disney's a racist. There I said it. He was... No, he wasn't. Actually, he wasn't. He was actually a good guy. He invited... This true story. He was accused of being a Nazi sympathizer because after World War II... Well... World War II, he invited a lot of ex-Nazi filmmakers to come to America and then show their films. And no one else did. And good on him. Round of applause for Walt Disney, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> An unsung Is anyone hero. sure whether they should clap or not? <laughs> God, if you thought hero. Rogue One was dark. <laughs> you know, everyone forget. <laughs> Thank you. And that's how we heal. <laughs> you know, well, stop the fighting. Stop the wars. Jonathan, you, you, you're kind of new to uh, Star Wars. We've got the creator here. Do you have any questions that you'd like to know? Um... I want to talk to real you, though. I want to know what you really like. No, you'll never get to talk to the real me. Um, this is the real me. It, I'm sorry, uh, George. Yes, Schuster. Um, what uh, do you... Oh, can we talk about Mendo? Mendo, please. Who's Mendo again? Yeah. <laughs> ben Men. Oh, Ben Mendelssohn. Is it Mendo Ben Mendelssohn? Yeah. That's weird. Has anyone made that reference yet? No, no, Mendel's the nickname. His name isn't Mendo oh, Ben yeah. Mendelssohn. Oh. His name's not Mendo in the what movie. Do you think he, what do you think? He got his name from a Mambo t-shirt? Yeah, like, I what don't the know. Fuck? What's it? What's Mendo Ben Mendelssohn. Hey, oh, my I gotta God. call him Mendo. What's so, so do you think your name is Schust Jonathan Schuster? No, no, but... You, what am I, Mendo? There's a picture of him. I didn't, yeah, that's... Oh, that's Steel made that T-shirt. Yeah, I know. You know so. you can make any T-shirt you want. <laughs> yeah, I did. Put anything but, on it. What's it's the, not like there's a rule. That better be his name or that's illegal. 
No, what? no, the rule is don't make it his name and then it is legal. Then it is legal. What's his real name then? Oh, no, what's his name in the film? Director Krennic. Ah. Can we talk about him then? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should. Did you, you've printed T-shirts and I was so excited about him and he was very unassuming and uh, he was cool and he, was, he had a bit of character but he wasn't as evil as I hoped. No, well... I- like, that's because in real life. <laughs> no. He did. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Good he did call. Kill, he did kill a, a mother in front of its child. Yeah. No, but he didn't know the child was there, so it doesn't count. You know. All right, he killed a woman in front of her husband. Yeah. Which is just as bad. I won't kill all your scientists and then killed all the scientists. You know, that was, you know, that was pretty evil. And at one point, he shat in a bag. <laughs> and then he sent it to the emperor and said, I got to press it. And then the emperor's like, oh, no, like that. That was one of my notes, and they didn't use it. <laughs> but I'm like, you want to push him over the edge? Fuck, I really fell asleep during that bit, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Get off! Thee who will never be mentioned on the podcast again. Um, he was so meant. He was just like an Australian bogan imperial. Yeah. Just like, yeah, fucking Tarkin. We got this fucking Death Star, mate. Nah, you're not driving. It was yeah. just. It was. It was. It was his it. idea, and, the, and then tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, he doesn't get any credit for it. You know what I mean? Sorry. But he was very mend. I, I felt like I could hear his Australian accent quite a bit. Oh yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't putting anything on. He's like, no. I'm in outer space. I can be Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rules in outer space. But he was badass, and it was. Um, it was thrilling to yell Mendo in the cinema, confusing probably about four hundred people. I thought they really missed a trick by not having the companion of the blind guy be deaf in homage (laughs) (laughs) to see no evil, hear no evil. (laughs) Like, just a little fuzzy wuzzy was a woman. (laughs) Would have got me through. (laughs) There was one thing. He can, like, take out all these stormtroopers from all these different directions, but... Like, he gets up to the stereo and he has to turn it on and he's like, oh, Where's uh, the button? <laughs> he need to do his little chant then. You can dodge lasers, but can you pull a lever? It's hard. <laughs> That's what you're struggling with. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll bring on our next guest. So we'll say goodbye to the great Thank man, you. Jonathan Schuster. <laughs> Oh, no, you stay here, George. I like having you close. Very good. I'm just happy to be anywhere. (laughs) Uh, Let's bring up... You would know him from podcasts all over the place, and he does the Star Wars commentaries with us. It is my very good friend. It's Bart Freeman! Space Wars, Space Wars, Space Wars, Space Wars. Now, first of all, Bart, yeah. I don't want to have to edit this. Okay. So, I, I've just... No, no! I've already heard 
words being used on the podcast. That's not that word's permission. not going to be the, the C bomb's already been dropped. I know. So outrageous. Yeah, man. It's already. You out. would have expected to hear that at this time of the morning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> With a K. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I will be very PG. Just like the movie. Pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think, Bartholomew? I liked it, man. It was some pretty sweet crystal wars. It was just <laughs> after those crystals. Yeah. They align them in the Death Star. The Death Star is just a big lightsaber. Pretty much. This is what I... You bring up the crystals. Yeah. Why? So there's a lot of... Like, in the hype leading into it, there was a lot of talk about kyber crystals and and where they were being stored in those orange containers and stuff like that. And that's why the ATACTs, which are the new ADATs, the giant dogs... The giant dogs. From Canberra. Ruff, 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 yeah. Ruff. That's why they had the orange bits, because they were carrying cargo. Mm. But that wasn't the planet they were mining them on. So why was their cargo ADAT... Like, why didn't they just have normal ADATs? I want answers, George Lucas. Give them to me. Trade. It all comes back to trade. <laughs> you know, trade is hard. And you think, I'm going to sell it there, go over there. No, no, you need to have people in little ships telling you, don't go there, over here. You know what the crystals are for? They crush them up. Then Princess Leia snots them. <laughs> she gets younger. That's how it all works. <laughs> She's just in it for the crystal, baby. Well, isn't it ironic that you made these movies about trade? Yeah. And then the last time you sold something, you got really sad afterwards. Yeah. You know, trade is a fickle thing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's bad. You never know what's going to be. But you enjoy yourself along the way, Steel. That's what I try and do. <laughs> uh, what, what else came to mind, Bart? Man, I liked the uh, I liked the turtle ship. That was pretty great. Mm. The ship they stole looked like a turtle. Mm-hmm. When it flew down in a thing, I'm like, oh, they're all in a turtle! That was pretty cool, the old turtle ship. Okay, well, we all get different things out of the film. Yeah. <laughs> Who else saw a turtle? No, now just, all I'm no. going to see is a turtle. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's literally 100% a turtle. Other than the fact that it's a ship. But other than that, I like the fact that, uh, that Jin loved climbing. She was a sick climber. She just climbed all over the place. It was like her number one power. Oh, I'll climb that. Oh, Dad's dead. Quick, climb, get out of that. That weird trap, that trap they had in the storage thing. By the way, they really need to upgrade their storage, to be honest. <laughs> Where you're storing it? Oh, we use a... It's like a mechanical claw to get it. Do you just put on a hard drive? No, no, no. That's too easy. <laughs> and then the little trap, like... Quitching, quitching. You're like, why is... What's that for? Oh, we get a lot of bats coming in. <laughs> <laughs> they like to nibble on the information. <laughs> in, a, in a world that has, like... Faster than light travel. There's a lot of fucking levers that are yeah. not remote. Is there an app for that? No, you have to walk and pull the lever. What the fuck? 
It was the se- That's the thing. It's it's like they the, the aesthetic was designed in the seventies. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And like you could picture like faster than light travel, but like a not like, Wi-Fi. No. <laughs> An iPad was just like Incredible It's cool They've still got radios But they haven't figured out That there's other things You can transmit Over that frequency Other than voice And then you can stop A frequency Or you can stop Mm. The waves Just with a shield Yeah You know I I feel like there's one In my house Every time I go to the bathroom The phone doesn't work So Bart (laughs) Sorry it's your podcast (laughs) Not all the jokes Are going to be good Is that the same attitude you have towards filmmaking? Yeah. <laughs> not all of them are going to be good. Just May the force be with you. Just throw stuff at the wall and... And something works out. Hopefully it fits. Yeah. I liked Forrest Whitaker too, by the way. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, I thought, uh, I thought that guy that we're not allowed to name ever again on the podcast was a bit hard on him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, but is there, there's a potential that... You know, there's this 10-year period or 15-year period where... You don't know what Forrest has been up to. Yeah. That there's going to be an offshoot. Oh, do you movie. think they're going to progressively make it's more, prequels to Rogue yeah. One? Just keep going. Yeah. Back. So there's more offshoot. So Forrest will it'll fill in that 15 years of him fighting and just, oh, I lost my leg. I'm a pirate. And he just adds stuff. <laughs> I got, I got a wheeze. Any minor character or even any background extra, you get to see their film. Yeah. And they get a film. And like then those it just. Those two guys we ran into who are also, you know, in the cantina. In the cantina. Yeah. And then. So you see them and they have their own film. It's like, let's go drinking. Oh, I don't yeah. want to go drinking. Bull chin and an ugly bum. Yeah. Yeah. Bull chin. Bull chin. Yeah. Or maybe there's a, a sequel that has, happens concurrently with Star Wars, which is about that little kid that was screaming in the marketplace. Yeah. yeah. was on fire. It's like, <gasps> maybe she's the same as the girl who saved her and she goes up to be someone else. Yeah, that's true. I found Forrest Rica's suit very interesting like yeah. how he'd been through all those battles and he was a bit of a Darth Vader mm. and um, oh I thought he was Dennis Hopper <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought they missed an opportunity you know he's giving this like speech to Jyn Erso this very dramatic speech about saving the rebellion and stuff mm. and you know how he like stops and then like puts his mask on yeah I thought they really missed an opportunity for him when he went back he goes yeah so Jin, just really gonna save it <laughs> you know the mask had nothing to do with him breathing, it's just so he can smell his own farts. <laughs> like, he let go an awesome one, he'll be like, Oh, that's a fucking, oh, that's great. Oh my god. He's just, he's got, he's addicted to cupcaking, cupcaking himself. <laughs> when, did, when did I eat curry? I don't remember yeah. curry. It's the same. News to me. They didn't extrapolate on the weakness that the Death Star has, but. Mags was just laying massive shits in one part of the reactor. The whole the whole time he was building it. That's why it's weak. Oh. He's just been using that as a poo hole. <laughs> He's got shitty weak shit weakness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so much shit, it's yeah. pushing the walls out. <laughs> and it's going to burst. Just hit that with a little bomb. It's, it's messy. So at the end of New Hope, when they actually shoot it, yeah. <laughs> Skywalker's just covered in human feces going, I did it, yay! And just shit on his face. Yeah. So yeah. essentially, they just dropped a match into a giant methane pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit on the reaction. Yeah, that's how it worked. He the the hologram cut out before he was like, "Yeah, I've been laying huge turds. I love you, and it's the only way I can get through my grief, Stardust." <laughs> so I can be pushing out boa constrictors down there. Yeah, just big cables of shit. Yeah, rolling around. 
<laughs> you spent a lot of time in the reactor core. Oh, I've got some serious work to do there. <laughs> well, story checks out. That's officially part of the Star Wars history now. I decree it. I, I swear to God, I'm desperately trying to generate enough brain power to get this podcast back on track, but there is literally just a sleeping donkey up here. Just I was, chilling out. I was so well behaved during the movie. I, didn't, I only yelled out once at the beginning before it started. Live long and prosper. That was it. <laughs> and then I was like, steal. I looked across at you a couple of times and you were just having such a good time. I'm like, oh, look at him go. <laughs> but I, was, I wanted to yell things. I'm like, no, wait till the second viewing. <laughs> if, we, if we go again, I'm going to fuck your shit up. <laughs> Can I can I make a guess at the point where our friend who can't be named had his little nine eyes? Mm. I think it was during the exposition meeting. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they talked a lot, and they got to the end of the meeting. I'm like, I don't know what they said. We where can't... where are they going now, and why? Yeah, it, uh, uh, there was no diagrams. It was just a lot of ch- chitty chat. What do you mean, like, when the Rebellion all met up? Yeah, they all had a big chat. I we, thought that was a, a much better one than the Force Awakens Rebellion meeting, which was like CSI and, like, no one's... Like, everyone yeah, just but they went, pointed at things. They were going to go there and then over there and then over there. But this one, they were like, hmm, bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's bad stuff. And then can you go and get... There's a guy there. He may have some bad stuff. It's a pilot, maybe. I don't know. But like, and then the- was someone going, I don't want to do it. I do. And that one person shouted out, what point? What's she talking about? <laughs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> What's she talking about? <laughs> like he just arrived. <laughs> like he's, he's late for the meeting and he ran in and went, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what's she talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm late, everybody. I was having a big old space poo. That's a thing that's happened these days. The, um... It's, it's weird, like, the flash... Like, to go back in time in Star Wars, I remember in the trailer when, um... Maybe when I watched it with the guy I can't talk about, um... When Mon Mothma came up, and I was just like, I never knew I could be that excited to see Mon Mothma ever in my life. That yeah. is how I missed you. Now, Jimmy Smith's. Oh my God, that smoldering man. I love Jimmy Smith. Mm. I love Jimmy Smith. Now, Jimmy Smith's, you mm. work with him um, during the prequels. He's back here. Is that? Do you see that as dedicated actor, just looking for you know needs still some work? Or betrayal. No, I'm, I'm happy for Jimmy to work. Jimmy came to me and said, George, can I be in the new one? I said, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a table here. and There are two knives at this table. You pick up one knife, I pick up the other. And then we fought. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> Knife fights don't last that long. Someone usually dies in a couple of minutes. But me and Jimmy, we were... We were face-to-face, we were hand-to-hand. Were they dildos, not knives? Yeah. <laughs> we call them knives, but they were dildos. <laughs> Finally, Jimmy rammed mine in my mouth, and then he held the other one at my ass. He's like, you know this is going, I said, you're the doctor! <laughs> and that's yeah. how we got to the film. George said that, but I am blaming that on you, Bob. <laughs> Bart made it fruity. Oh, I really... I enjoyed that. I almost force-choked myself. <laughs> All right. Oh, 
Oh, what about that little white force choke that yeah. Darth Vader gave Mendo? And the force choke joke. Yeah. <laughs> what, they I wasn't sure about Vader doing material. No. Yeah. <laughs> they should have, if they. A dad had, joke, you think? Dad, worst dad, dad joke. He is a dad. He's a dad, so it's okay. And he was the worst dad, let's admit it. He's yeah. a pretty bad dad. Tortured his daughter, chopped off his son's arm, so yeah. his material shouldn't be that good. If the camera had it dropped, <laughs> the camera dropping a bit lower, you would have seen that Vader had a giant erection when yeah. he did that. He was full masked. Yeah, you don't just you can you you don't you don't just choke other people's necks. You can choke your own cock <laughs> if you really want. Just if you're bored at work, just I feel great. Are you beginning oh to understand God. the force anymore now, Schuster? <laughs> That's how it works. It's basically a way to masturbate in public. That's all the reason for the force. Oh my God. Without ever getting in trouble. I think that's the only reason for a live podcast. <laughs> Adam, before uh, we bring on our next guest, do you have any final thoughts? Are you excited to see it again? Uh, I am excited to see it. I, I don't know if I can go through it again, though. I'd like to watch edited highlights. <laughs> Like what? the way I watch Glitter with Mariah Carey. I just skip through all and then just watch what the What was songs. the highlight for you? Darth Vader stabbing cunts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that an edit point, do you think, Steele? You think that's an edit point? Motherfucker! Oh, we want to keep this clean. He Fucking suck me. my dick! <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> oh, but let's keep it clean. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> like I'm the problem. Hey, 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 hey. language. <laughs> problem. <Yeah. laughs> Please thank Adam Richard. <laughs> Let's bring up... Uh, Please get the round of applause for comedian Ben Russell. Hey, Rogue One. Ben, what'd you think, buddy? I liked it. I'm, I'm, I was uh, tickled. I was real hootenanny. <laughs> so real you can ro- see that on the ad this weekend. It's just like, it's a must-see variety. It's a real hootenanny. It's a real hootenanny. Ben Russell. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I wasn't sure, but did we see the death of Walrus Man and Fucked Face Guy prematurely? They... Because they were in the town. They were. And then the town got exploded. What happened to fucked face guy and walrus man? You'll find out in their movie. I tell you what happened. There's a little portal and they just jump through. The same way Jin Erso did. Oh, all right, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. So I reckon... No, you're gone as well. Raise mommy's genoso. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow, you're really running out of guests. You're very sensitive. I'm not sure if that will get caught on the recorder, but as he got dragged out by security, Ben Russell did scream, Jin Urso lives. In the memories of her friends that survived, which was none of them. 
<laughs> I've never seen anyone get banned from a podcast that quick. <laughs> I've actually never seen anyone get banned from a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Steel, tonight. that's not a normal thing that people do. <laughs> you're banned, you're all banned. It's get fine. out of here. You know, you remind me of the Empire. <laughs> Getting a little bit Mendo. Yeah, it's a bit of a Mendo thing to do. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Get a fruit. Need a cape. Mendo, Mendo, Mendo. While director Krennic shouldn't choke on his ambition, you guys should not choke on hitting buy it now on the Mendo tribute shirt by Steel Wars, done in a loving throwback to the Kenner instruction pamphlets of old featuring Mendo's sweet cape and immeasurable power. Plus you get 10 bonus VIP supporter episodes when you purchase instantly so you've got 10 hours of listening while your Mendo shirt arrives. It is all up at SteelWars.com Oh, let's get another guest that hopefully we a bit more behaved. Don't Good luck. <laughs> uh, we loved his appearance on one of the Melbourne Comedy Festival live episodes. It's Jimmy James Eaton. That's such a good intro. Oh, I hope this guy will be better than the last guy. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. It's like, everyone dies. Whoa. Um, but any film is good to watch with Steel in the audience up the back. It's like Steel's oh, commentary. So good. Like, any time like, some little, like, idiosyncrasy from Star Wars happens, I just hear Steel at the back go, ha-ha, yeah! <laughs> I just want that in every film I watch. Like the Titanic. I'm flying, Jack. Ha-ha! You fucking dickhead! Oh, great! You're so good. It was great. It was really yeah. great. It really makes it. It's just like the joyful oh, mm. child of steel comes out. It was really cool. What hasn't been said? Oh my god! Uh, I, I have to say one thing at the end that I was just like gritting my teeth, just like if they fucking kiss. Yes, I'm totally. gonna be so pissed. And I'm so happy they didn't. It was tasteful. It was, yeah, it was. It was tasteful. They the fucked were, in the, the elevator. Kids really love that. Yeah, yeah. They did fuck in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like in that '80s movie where the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, just like she, because all of her pants got blown off anyway from that explosion <laughs> when she was lining up the antenna. It didn't show it, but she was, she was showing. And yeah. Oh my god. One of the major scenes in the trailer on the um, the radar sort of dish, and the Tie Fighter comes up. Mm. We never find out who's in that Tie Fighter. It's Snoke. <laughs> out, out. Whoa. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? I've never been heckled with Star Wars references before. Do you reckon there's a hint in there? Is somewhere there's an Easter egg towards Snoke in the movie? Some kind of like he just comes out from behind a tree halfway through and goes, hey, "Can you see me?" 
<laughs> There's been an awakening Soon It'll take seven years But it's coming Or longer than that um, yeah. But can we talk about Mendo again? I thought he got a pretty raw deal Like he was a bit of a dick But he did a lot of legwork He got like classic manager Comes and just claims all of his work Oh yeah Like he's been like Clearly he didn't design the uh, Death Star But he people managed well And he made it happen And then fucking Tarkin just comes along and goes I'll take that Oh look what I've done Yay He's actually I think like Do you know who Tarkin is? George Lucas Oh no no Wait Uh, Mendo is George Lucas And Tarkin is Disney Because Disney's sort of Come along going I'll take that Yeah And clearly one person went No Uh." (laughs) No Tarkin's David Brent just yeah, sitting yeah, around, absolutely. cracking gags, working on his makeup. Apparently, yeah. Like I felt. Did everyone feel for Mendo when he got? Yeah, yeah he got, you know got his little. First... Imagine having a whole Death Star taken off you. Yeah, he just, just did just kill a whole town of people, and then that happened. And you're like, oh, poor guy, you but fucking his murderer. Boss, his boss told him to do it. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, well, a lot of people told to do things, and they did, and they shouldn't have. <laughs> I'm talking about Nazis again. <laughs> all right? We're oh, all but- following orders. Not this guy. Absolutely. <laughs> when I was in World War II, I didn't follow any orders. What, what did you do in World War II, George Lucas? I, I built my own squadron. Okay. And we went out to the desert. We made a little film. It was called... I don't know where I'm going with this. You. I'm so Wasn't tired. it of all black pilots? Yes. What was the name of that film? Red Tails. Red Tails. And I made a little film called Red Tails. Thank you. Um, All right, so edited out the bit where Bart helps me, and that sounds real good. <laughs> like a genuine riff just happened. Going back to Mendo, you know when he first bat the dummy, and like he was like, oh, I don't get my death star, and he started to go like a little bit emperor? Did anyone else sort of pick that? He was like, no, no, this won't do. Like he started to kind of wig out in an emperor sort of way. Mm. Yeah, he did. He got he like a tick. Like a, maybe his hat just fell off going. and suddenly grey. I was like, is this like a weird emperor twin sort of thing? But it wasn't. I think he's getting close to being banned, Jimmy. Oh, can I get banned for this? I was really hoping. What? I was really hoping at the very end when, like, Princess Leia, like, she had a veil instead of Princess Leia, it was just the Emperor going, Now try, Rebel Scum! Whole <laughs> new bunch of films from there. Yeah, totally. Change the timeline. Something else happened. Absolutely. The Star Trek in it. How much of an Emperor fanboy was Mendo, though? He was like, a yeah, fan. Am I going to get an audience with the Emperor? I want to see him. Yeah. I want to see him. Mm. So if I was to, like, accidentally bring two coffees, what would the Emperor like? Like, you see? <laughs> yeah. Like, if I accidentally bought another one. Oh, so, here you go, Emperor. Do you think? I know you like it dark. Uh, oh, no. I just want to... If, if the Emperor got his own coffee at Starbucks, and when they go, Sheave? Latte for Sheave? <laughs> Did anyone else at the very start... I know you've already talked about the prologue not being there. Did anyone else think, just think they had a stroke for just a second? Like, oh, fuck, it's not there. Or, like, the projector fucked up yeah. and didn't show it? Am I the only like Star Wars nerd that just went, oh, fuck, it's not there. Oh, fuck. Rewind uh, it. Rewind it. I was just sitting there going, yeah, what's better than the fucking crawl? <laughs> not that. Yeah, true. Everyone got everyone quieted down super quick. The thing about the very beginning I found with Mendo, though, he parked so far away from where he needed yeah, to be. Totally. 
And he just walked, fucking walked for ages. And hey. he's like, oh, man, I'm tired. My legs are sore. It was like in what? National Lampoon's Vacation when they finally get to Wally World yeah. and they still park at the back. At the right at the back. And well, I feel you like... You can't, once you realise you're too far, you can't walk back. You can't be like... You see them going... Like that. You're not scared anymore. You're like, these motherfuckers can't even park. I'm not worried. Hey, everyone, come back and stand next to me. It's fine. He's By the time they've parked, Hannibal and his wife are just like, fuck you. They're gone. I just feel like he, he, he parked really far away that time. He didn't even wait to go inside when he got to the base with Mads. He was just like, we'll do this in the rain. Well, umbrellas, they have not been invented yet. No. We don't have any shelter. I just imagine when he did go and visit Vader, he... They, they cut it out, but it's just him walking ages. He just parked at the furthest landing pad. They're like, where's Mendo? Oh, he parked it at the back. Hey! Hey! They didn't say the fucking line! What? Yeah, what the hell? And was there was there a shot of him? He says the power is immeasurable. Like, oh. Not in oh, yeah. the... What the fuck? <laughs> Wait for the director's edit. Yeah. Uh, on... <laughs> on Blu-ray so, yes burn the shirts and then buy other shirts yes well you're gonna have to buy more if you're gonna get a good fire going young man <laughs> rebel you are the true Ginerso I rebel yeah oh my I can't believe I'm measurable. That was the best word ever said in Star Wars. What's your favourite word ever said in Star Wars, George Lucas? Um, probably, you had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually what Chewbacca said when Han comes in in Jedi and he's in the prison. And then for some reason, Han's like, we've all got delusions of grandeur or some shit. But he's actually saying you had me hello. It's supposed to be a beautiful moment. I like the classic line where Yoda, like after Luke tries, and then Yoda levitates the X-Wing. Mm. And then Luke looks at the waitress and says, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> what's your, what's your favourite line in Star Wars, Bart? Uh, just the noises that the stormtroopers make when they fall off things. You know um, why? Because they're already getting their foreskin caught in the corners. <laughs> <laughs> They've got no underwear on. So they're like, that. It hurts ten times more when your foreskin's getting all cut up by plastic. Force, foreskin? Yeah, oh. yeah. Foreskin. My favorite line was when Yoda looks at Scarlet and just goes, My dear, I don't give, frankly, a damn. I do not. Yeah. Just rides away on a horse. <laughs> I can't believe those lines aren't in there. Why have we been lied to? Is it, does, do people have an issue with that? They do. I have to buy the DVD. Sorry? I have to buy the DVD, George. Yeah, the DVD will have them. <laughs> I'd love to add, do you remember when you watched an ad and saw one line and then wasn't in the film? Now you can see that line again. <laughs> but this is a great thing about being a Star Wars fan. I can now be outraged about that line not being in the film for the next four years and ignore an entire planet of actual problems. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My favourite bit, my favourite bit, the Star Destroyers smashing into each other. That was oh. wicked. Yeah, that, that was the, like a real hot, 
hot take. Um, speaking of the Star Destroyers, uh, I'm a big fan of the Star Wars toys, and I'm pretty excited for the toys to come out for the new Rogue One film. Uh, what like toy would you be excited about, Steel? I want to see. I give full respect, just based off um, what Bart said. The the hammerhead. Yeah, that was oh, sick. Bruiser. so cool. Like it's awesome. It's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I like the old hammerhead. Those those ships actually, actually they use those to build the Death Star because they hammer in nails with them. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Go to the left and again. Come on, we're having fun here, guys. So it's supposed to be a fun podcast. Shall we talk about Nazis again? Jesus Christ! Also a big saw. There's a big saw ship. There's a saw ship. <laughs> no, saw Carrera. Yeah. Yeah. There's a saw ship. There's some nail, little nail ships. And they just get stuck there forever. <laughs> Go! Oh, now we're guys here. in there like, this was a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I sign up for this? It's a living. You know. <laughs> one, one thing, we were talking about jumping before, Bart. That I, that sometimes just, I know it's like we're in Star Wars and everything's very unrealistic, but I found the unprompted, unthought about at all parkour jump across the data system 180 leap yeah. was done pretty flippantly. Yes. Not much yeah. thought. Why Brought, did... Um, oh, what's his name? The the other guy. She, she, she jumped... Cassian. Why did Cassian follow her? He should have just waited for her to come back. Yeah, I don't know why. They got yeah. caught up in the moment. And no, no, they had to go up. They had to, like, oh, they had to go up. Kate to said, um, they have to go up into the... The weird the bat trap, yeah. But did anyone else when Cassim had the sniper rifle and he was and he had it lined up on Jin's dad and then he kind of turned? He could have just shot Mendo then, yeah. But he didn't. It's just it's his fault. That's all I'm saying. He didn't do he didn't do the mm. shooting. He should have done the shooting. Yeah. It would have just been a shit film after that. Just poof, oh, he's dead. Let's go back. Yeah. The um and and not everyone will get this maybe, but when. He was aiming up. It did give me harsh flashbacks to the bounty hunter up the tree on Endor. <laughs> I think these guys just banned you from your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to leave now. <laughs> Goodbye, Steel. No, don't. Don't leave. No one else wants to host. <laughs> <laughs> it's quarter to four in the morning. Does anyone have any, like, a question of the film? Yeah. All right, come up, young man. Dale. Hey, this guy looks really familiar. Yeah, he looks super familiar. I saw him sleeping in the cinema. Hi, big fan of the podcast. How, um, thanks for the opportunity to ask a question. Um, we don't see Mendo die. Do you think he becomes Snoke? (laughs) (laughs) All right, someone just got double banned. (laughs) And then another arsehole in the audience went, How about I top that? Come ask a question, young man. Oh, sweet. It's a familiar looking face. Um, Do you think that uh, Jin hid in the body of walrus man and fucked face man. That was a different fucking planet! How do you know? <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, do you know how I know? Because there was a little title down the bottom of the screen. <laughs> that could have been one of the title ships that they have. Yeah. They do have those title those ships. Those weren't titles where they were. There were ships flying at the same speed as the camera. Shaped like letters. <laughs> what better way to hide from the enemy? 
but look like titles. Go, oh, is this where we are? Oh, no! And they shoot you. It's a clever plan. Why did you think it would steal? <laughs> I'm not the creative genius. Oh, well, not with that attitude. Oh, sweet. Oh, okay. Darren, if you get banned from the podcast... Um, we didn't talk about a particular cameo. There was a very short cameo of R2 and C-3PO. What a oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. Pretty good. That was a good one, and it was well-placed. I... I, I thought it was good to have it in the middle rather than like you know Revenge of the Sith it was a bit like at the end it was a little bit they just start shooting let, let's wrap thing yeah. yeah let's let's wrap it all up so it was good to, to have them so they're still part of the, you know like they're around they, they've, they've stayed in the films what do you th- but do you think it's a bit of a betrayal that they uh, did this new film well that was that came out of nowhere that question <laughs> betrayal to have them in the film well that they, they they've they worked with you, and now they're in these new films. Steve, they're, they're not, not real people. As well. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. They're not real. Oh, they have no lives outside of the films. So they can do whatever they want, but they're not real people. Yeah. Fake people do what they want. Real people have responsibilities. Are you a fake or a real person? Yeah, you're real or fake. Uh, it depends who's in the room. <laughs> All right. Depends what's going on. You put out a whole bag of coke. I'm not real. <laughs> I think there's a bag of coke in your beard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you think I'm still awake? <laughs> Just doing coke in the bathroom. At least I think it was coke. Could have been those crystals. Old crushed. Do you up. imagine with the Death Star, they've just got all those little weird crystals with inscriptions just lined up in a row yeah like in the laser like they've just that's, that's what they're there's doing there's a guy like, has to put them in there yeah. it's we not, need 10,000 more Jesus it's Christ it's not lined up straight mate we need a couple more crystals yeah and then they're just chi- they're just shining a torch with a couple double A batteries and then the crystals are like and then they've got a laser that can destroy a planet that's and then you get that really cool square-shaped crystal that when you put it on your tongue, it goes... Nyah! Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's my favourite crystal. It's a great, it's a great what crystal. What other spin-offs would you like to see in future, George, from your stories? Um, I think it's about time we had... Uh, trying to think of um, one of my favourite characters. How about a whole series where you just follow the robot that repairs other robots... At uh, Jabba the Hutt's kingdom, remember that guy? And he's such an asshole. And like, you'll learn to fucking do your shit, you know. Like he was like, C three PO, you're you'll be a better droid. And he and he had, didn't have any legs, but he was all bah, bah, bah. more of him. <laughs> he had a little flippy flippy mouth. Can, can you do your impression of him again? Yeah, you'll fucking learn and do it properly, and you're gonna serve drinks, and you're gonna translate, and you're gonna suck my dick. You know, like, <laughs> he was the best. Hey, excuse me, robot. Do you even work here? No, I just get out of here. Stop coming in and getting robots to suck your dick. <laughs> my robot dick. Um, the mask. Oh, I did one robot. I did fan out seeing the Imperial Pro Droid. Did everyone see that? I got a little bit of a. <gasps> he's there. <laughs> yeah, what's she saying? Again? Put it on the dance floor. Get it on down. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually... No, 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 no. It's Burgers the Station. Burgers. That's what he says. That's what he's saying. Burgers the Station. Burgers the Station. Well, I would like to see an, uh, uh, a series or a series of movies that just follow 
the dude in the watchtower with the binoculars and watch the shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, how was it? How wasn't an authorized takeoff? So he's like, nah, I'm not filming this. He's like, this. he's like, oh, there goes another one. Yeah, wonder where he's off to. That's a job they made up. Oh, uh, they've been up here for ages. <laughs> you go look at the ships in the tower. Is that important? Oh yeah. He doesn't even. You gotta watch them go. Otherwise, how do we know if they're going? He, he's, he's the boss's son. We have to give him a job. Yeah, give him something. I'm helping. Can I wear one of There's those? There's a big robot planet coming. Also, the rebels, they're really worried about getting their necks burnt. Those helmets just covered the back of their neck. Don't burn your neck, boys. And it's a killer out there in the field. Well, they're sun smart. They're sun smart. And they've got that Yavin sun burning there. Yeah, I suppose. Except inside sun. their temple, it's all really low lighting. Like, that'd be hard to it work in dark. an office like that. Yeah. Can we turn the lights on? No. It's the aesthetic. Oh, fuck. Maybe they're all, they're all vampires. Yeah. I think that's true. That is now officially part of Star Wars law. They are all vampires. Yeah. That makes it more fun. It's a funner movie now if you think they're all vampires. Is it? Yeah. Wesley, Wesley Snipes will be in the next one. Killing them all. Yeah. They're like, we got to get Wesley. We got to kill him before he kills us. Because we're the rebels. Is he going to be called Wesley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, there was a Wesley Snipes tweet the other day. It's like, if I write Demolition Man 2, will you watch it? <laughs> yeah, I want to watch him write it. Not the movie. I watched Wesley Snipes going, man, this is harder than I thought. I've never written a feature film script before, and this is really hard. Does anyone here know how to spell vampire? Yeah, <laughs> so the Draculars jump in. They're not called Draculars. They are in my film. <laughs> Draculars jump in. I punch them in the face. Goodbye, Draculars. <laughs> the Draculars. They're, called, they're not even vampires. He's called, yes, he would great term. It's called, Wesley the Dracula. <laughs> Wesley the Dracula killer. I kill all the Draculars. Oh, it's early in the morning. It's too late. So oh, it's good. Please thank Jimmy James Eaton, Bart Freeman, and the maker George Lucas. Thank you, everyone. That's your time to leave. Uh. <laughs> Make like a deal and ban yourself. Hi, Steel. I actually do have one question. This is probably not going to work for people listening at home, but can everyone else see that fucking snowman up there? Oh, that has the security number 69. Look, I know I've been saying this all night, but doesn't that remind you of Snoke talking to Kylo Ren? I'm, I'm so unannoyed by your Snoke thing because I'm actually amazed that for an hour and a half I've been sitting under a giant inflatable snowman and I had no fucking idea. I just, I just had to get that off my chest. Thank you, everybody. He's welcome back on the podcast. I think it would be right if we finished with the song. Where's Michael at? Get up here. 
it going. I know you're tired, but... Hey, here we go. What did you think of the film? Um, yeah, like the first half an hour or so, it was, oh, we're in this place, we're going over here, and um, yeah, I sort of nearly fell a little bit sleepy in the first 20 minutes, but then after that, kicked in, and yeah, yeah. later. You think if Disney yeah. had was right with like commercial tie-ins, they would have done something with like Google Maps or something? like? Yeah. They could have... <laughs> Traced it around the galaxy. That'd be fantastic. I like your um, your droid hat. That is amazing. Yeah, I wore this last year and um, people are recognising me. Oh, yeah, I think I saw you from last year from that hat. <laughs> You're the guy that's run out of space with his action figures. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's, what, what song have you got for us, Mike? Um, well, I just wrote this today because you were interested in another song. Always got a few songs, but I got some ideas from John in the corner there, so I can't take all the credit. Um, here we go Rogue One Well actually I wrote a little song Very tiny song There's only one thing that I want in my life To watch a new Star Wars movie at midnight Ooh But I thought that was too short so I wrote, <laughs> I wrote another one Rogue One Okay here we go I agree that was short Yeah You'd have been very disappointed if I just came to sing that short song at the end. I would have been devastated. Okay, so I've got very hard to work to Rogue One. Okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Rogue One Rebels are on the run Stealing the plans What will you become? I just watched another Star Wars oh, can, can I just cut in there? <laughs> yeah. Another fucking line yes, that wasn't yes. said in the movie. <laughs> Yes, it ruined it. I was thinking that, oh, I'm going to sing this bit, and now it's not. it didn't end up in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's like if Billy yeah. Joel found out the girl lived in the Lower East Side. <laughs> That's right. It's ruined it for me now. Not a bad reference, huh? <laughs> okay, so see what you've done to us? Changing trailers? Where, where was I? Okay. I just watched another Star Wars movie at midnight. And now I'm singing this song at Steel Wars Podcast and it's live. I just watched this movie with 400 other fans. We're now discussing the plot of how the rebels stole those plans. Rogue One, now the movie is done. We're now discussing what we liked and what went wrong next year we're going to get ready for episode 8 I might sing another song either way the movie will be great (laughs) thank you everybody thanks for having me on the show where can people on on the internet find you do you, Um, you put your stuff up yeah, we've only got two Star Wars songs up. Oh, such great lives, one word, on yeah, YouTube. Look for Waiting for Episode 7, um, the Ewok song. Mm-hmm. We've got those two up. Oh, Nine Numb. There's a Nine Numb jam on there. That Nine actually, Numb's good. Yeah, uh, we just I just put a jam. I wasn't... Just put it on there to show people and uh, Mike Quinn <laughs> picked it up. Oh, Neem Numb himself? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I might, uh, everyone 
you know, Mike Quinn, the puppeteer, um, Jim Henson, he Quinn's own studios, he found it, goes, oh, great. <laughs> Such great lives, anyway. <laughs> well, thank Mike, everyone! <laughs> You'll always know I'll be at a steel show because I'll be singing a song. Yeah. When you clap, that's the time to go. Bye. <laughs> it's the Bart Free Barn, I'm just going to sit there. <laughs> So, I hope everyone had a, uh, a great Star Wars experience, a great time leading up to it, a great like year of watching trailers, listening to podcasts, not watching trailers, not listening to podcasts as we got closer, and Mendo, Mendo, Mendo. Thank you guys so much for coming to the show. Thanks so much for your support of the show over the year, and I really appreciate it. I am Seal Saunders and I do love Star Wars. Thanks very much. Mendo. Hey, you guys. I hope you enjoyed our midnight reaction. To Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So much to process, you guys. So much to process. I uh, I look forward to seeing it again tonight and uh, taking it in a bit calmer. If you enjoyed the episode, please pot it forward on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or wherever you work. If you're in a Star Wars forum or Facebook group, Give us a bit of a plug. And, of course, get on that iTunes and write us a sweet five-star review. There will be lots of people looking for Star Wars content this week. So it would be great if you could go in there, click subscribe if you haven't already, and uh, write a review. And then we'll be bumped up with the 27 Westworld podcasts in TV and movies. Violent Delights is my pick, by the way. That's a good one. And if you are new to the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. We have tons of great interviews. We've got Nathan Hamill, the son of Mark Hamill, telling us what it was like to grow up a Star Wars fan when your father is Luke Skywalker. Our 100th episode, recorded at Star Wars Celebration London, with details, Kratinus from The Force Awakens. His tear-jerking recollection of climbing aboard the Millennium Falcon. Also, we have a very exciting new show on the Steel Wars supporter page. The Steel Wars supporter page is kind of like our Patreon, where people chip in $3 Australian a month, which is about $2.25 American a month, and you get access to all our full-length Steel Wars episodes and tons of bonus shows. And we've got a new bonus show called Making Steel Wars. It is me and my great friend Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net talking wars, talking what goes on behind the stories. And the first episode is up. We talk so much about a lot of the reporting that went into Rogue One. And it is getting such a great response. I urge you, if you listen to Making Star Wars is now, this is podcasting. If you read makingstarwars.net, this is 
quite an episode to find out what goes on behind the stories. Uh, we'll be doing that every week or so on the Steel Wars supporter page as well. You get all the call-in show bonus sections. You get audience Q&As and uh, other regular shows that I just put up there as thanks to my supporters as well as the, uh, the weekly Steel Wars show. So if you enjoy the Steel Wars podcast, you'd like to hear some bonus eps or just say, hey, here's some cash to make sure you can keep it going. It's not a scam. It's just a little thing. Everyone just chips in a little bit and uh, I can feed my cat and keep recording sweet, sweet Star Wars content. And this month on the supporter page, I am hoping to upload 31 pieces, 31 audio shows for the supporters to celebrate Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Of course, we are part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network, and they're going to be pumping out episodes. I'm sure there will be everyone will be doing a reaction episode. I know now this is podcasting, the flagship show. They are going to be doing an episode straight after seeing the film Thursday night, American time. And then you can expect episodes, of course, from Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for wieners, and then it has to change its name. To uh, hand solo a mic grabbing podcast or something like that. Cantina cast, Rebel Girl, Force Cult, even probably Tarkin's Top Shelf. They'll all be pumping out episodes reacting to Rogue One. So get on there, makingstarwars.net, click on the podcasting network and. Uh, Here's some other voices in Star Wars podcasting. If you're in Sydney and Brisbane, please uh, grab a ticket and come down and enjoy the fun for the Rogue One reaction episodes. And uh, if you need new tea for Christmas, we've got those sweet Mendo teas going out the door. And there's two different uh, ones listed on the web store. There's one that ships from America. So click that one and you'll get it a lot faster and cheaper if you are in America. And uh, then there's one for Australia and Europe and the rest of the world, you guys. I hope you guys have an awesome week of Star Wars fandom. We will have tons of episodes. If you don't have the app, if you're on iPhone or iPad, make sure you've got the Steel Wars app or you're just checking the feed regularly because we've already put up a call-in show before this with Dominic Jones. That's a pre-Rogue One one, and it's quite interesting because he was on his way back from LA driving from Lucasfilm, so he's got a lot of stories to tell. We'll be doing call-in shows all next week with a gamut of great co-hosts, and we invite you to call in and tell us what you loved and what you're a bit iffy about and what you really loved. Really, really loved. Mendo. It's Mendo. On Rogue One, a Star Wars story, we'll have some great conversation going. Uh, We'll have the Sydney and the Brisbane blog pods up. We'll have the Sydney and the Brisbane reaction episodes live up next week. And we'll also have the blog pod, my little audio diary from all the goings on around the premiere night last night. So, so much content. It is a content Christmas. And if you're enjoying it all, again, please either pot it forward or become a supporter. Do your little part for all the listening we are putting out. I hope you have an awesome time. Enjoy the film. Go see it again and again this weekend while it's packed and taking that magic Star Wars. May that force.
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 